I'm Barry Cinnamon, host of The Energy Show. On this week's show, we're talking about electrical upgrades that you're gonna need for electrifying your home. Now, when you electrify your home, you're definitely gonna need one thing, more electricity, duh. Now, but getting more electricity is complicated and not particularly fast, but it can be almost free to do these upgrades if you play your cards right. So you need to plan for these electrical upgrades. There are three types of upgrades you may need. You may need new circuit breakers and dedicated circuits for the new electrifying appliances you're putting in. When you put in a heat pump, you put in an EV charger, it's gonna need a dedicated circuit. Second, you may need a new electrical panel if you don't have enough circuit breaker space in that panel or if your existing panel is old and no longer safe. Third, the electrical service from your utility, the wires to your house may not have enough capacity. Now, just in terms of background, we measure the capacity of electrical devices, circuit breakers, electric service panels, and amps. Amps is a measure of the current that your electrical devices need and your panel has to deliver. 100 and 125 amp electric panels are typical in older homes, but it's not sufficient for a fully electrified single family home putting in heat pump HVAC, heat pump water heater, electric dryer, uh, induction cooktop, EV charger, two EV chargers, 100 or 125 amps isn't gonna cut it. So let's dive into these electrical upgrade details. Here's a quick summary of the electrical circuit requirements for the most common electrical upgrades. A heat pump water heater is gonna need a 15 or a 30 amp electric service and circuit breaker. A heat pump HVAC system is gonna need a 40 amp circuit breaker, but usually you can use the same circuit breaker as your existing air conditioning system. Solar power systems, rooftop solar, whatever, 20 to 60 amps, and that's the size of the circuit breaker that the solar system uses to deliver the power. You're actually generating and sending that power into the panel. An EV charger, level two chargers, 40 to 60 amps, and some you can even go to a level three charger, which is gonna use a ton of wire, but typically you need a 40 or 60 amp breaker. Induction cooktop, 40 to 50 amps, but often you have an existing circuit behind your, your stove or your cooktop. An electric dryer needs a 30 amp circuit breaker. Most houses have that circuit breaker already in place. And then the battery storage system that you put in is connected to the solar system usually, and it's gonna share the same breaker. According to the National Electric Code, or NEC, the, the, the National Electric Code is kind of like the Bible of the electrical industry. There's very specific circuit and wiring requirements for each of these appliances. Once you know what new circuits you need to electrify your home, you can evaluate your existing electric panel. Now there are very strict NEC rules that define how many circuits of what size that can go in a single panel. So if you need 36 circuits and your existing panel has 24, you're gonna need a new electric panel. Um, and if you need more amperage, you may also need to upgrade the amperage of that panel. So you may have a 125 amp panel, like I had in my old house, and I had to put in a 200 amp panel. So you have your electrician and your electrification contractor can kind of help you out with this. In addition to the number of circuits that goes in, go in these panels, the electric panels are rated by the maximum amperage they can provide. That's on the label of the panel. As I mentioned, old panels typically have uh, an ability to handle 100 or 125 amps, and you can't put in more appliances and circuits, they're gonna overload that. Newer panels have 200 amp capacity, so they can actually deliver 200 amps to all the circuit breakers in there, and larger new homes often have 400 amp panels. 
So if you have an old panel, an old house, maybe the panel is 40 years old, maybe time to replace that with a new panel if you have any arcing or flaky circuit breakers or if you've had electrical problems. Um, and then you may also just need to put in a new panel because you need more circuits as we discussed. There are also new electrical panels on the market that are quote solar ready unquote. And that means that they've got additional space for electrification. In terms of the design of these panels, sometimes you have a meter socket with a disconnect in one part of the house and maybe in your basement you'll have an electrical panel. Anytime you need to change the panel to which the meter is attached, you're going to need to get utility permission to do that work. You need to have the utility come out, pull the meter off, then your electrician can do the electrical work, get everything wired up, and then the meter, then the utility is going to come back and put that meter back on or reconnect the meter. So that's what you need the utility for. But also, it's always a good idea to make sure you have city permits to make sure that the work is done properly and safely. Now, in addition to putting in a larger electrical panel, you may need to upgrade your electric service. That's basically the size of the wires from the street to the house. And you're going to need permission from the utility to upgrade that electrical service. In many cases, the utility is going to do that work themselves. When you do that, you're also going to generally need a new electric meter socket and main disconnect. That's the switch that um, usually has a label on it, 100 amps, 125 amps, 200 amps, 400 amps. And in addition, depending on the condition of the wiring from the street to your house, you may need to upgrade that wire. Usually the utility does the upgrade of that wire. Older neighborhoods have overhead wiring, telephone poles, utility poles, you've got cable, you've got phone, you've got electrical on there. Newer neighborhoods usually have underground wiring. Underground wiring is a lot trickier because the utility has to get involved and they got to do digging or you've got to do digging. So it's very complicated to do these electric service upgrades, say from 100 amps to 200 amps, if the work has to be done underground. If the work is done overhead, maybe it can take three to six months to coordinate with the utility. But if the work's got to be done underground with trenching and extra inspections, it could take 12 months or more to do these underground upgrades. The delays can be expensive, and in our experience, they're almost always due to the local utilities' priorities and changes. So it's important to plan for these electric service upgrades in advance because it's going to take, I would say, we almost never see it happen in fewer than three months if it's overhead, and we almost never see it happen in less than 12 months. The indoor wiring for adding electric circuits is relatively straightforward. Pretty much any electrician can run a new circuit breaker and, and wiring to an EV charger or to your solar system or to your heat pump. But upgrading the electrical panel is more complicated. Most electricians can do that. And as I mentioned, upgrading your electric service takes a good electrical contractor plus a lot of utility coordination. And when I say utility coordination, that's just code word for a lot of delays and expenses from your utility. Now, regardless of what you do, you're gonna need a building or an electrical permit to do this work. That's a good idea to get that permit because they're gonna make sure that the work is done safely. And in many cases, in order to get the incentives and the rebates for this work, you're gonna to need to show that the work was completed with a permit. So permit's gonna cost you money, but it's gonna save you money and it's gonna be safer. Luckily, with the new electrification incentives, many of these upgrades can actually be free. So here's a summary of the incentives that are available now for electrical upgrades. There's a 30% tax credit for upgrades done in conjunction with solar or storage. There's a $4,000 IRA rebate, Inflation Reduction Act rebate, for service and panel upgrades. And note that there's income limits on this. And there's usually a thousand or fifteen hundred dollar local utility rebates for electric service and panel upgrades 
plus another $2,500 IRA rebate for general energy efficiency upgrades, which applies to electrical and anything to do with the IRA usually requires uh, making sure that you're compliant with income limits. Now, since this 30% solar and storage tax credit also applies to the necessary electrical upgrades, it may make sense to have your solar or battery contractor do much of this work. And as you can see, combining these incentives can make these electrical upgrades free, particularly if you're in a location where you have an efficient utility and costs are fairly low. So here's an example. If you want to do a panel and electrical service upgrade, so you're replacing both the, the wiring to the street and the electrical panel, let's say that costs $7,500. After the 30% solar tax credit, you're down to $5,250. And if you take out the $4,000 IRA rebate, you're down to $1,250. And if you apply a local incentive of $1,500, zero, it's free. So my advice, these electrical upgrades have the longest lead time. Working with your utility can be very frustrating, take a long time and can be expensive. So I recommend you get started immediately with these upgrades because you're gonna need them sooner or later. Thanks for watching this Energy Show episode on electrical upgrades for home electrification.